0: Lunchtime live with
1: Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Look, it's been getting a critical reevaluation from modern audiences in recent days, and younger viewers have been talking about it online, in particular about Grease the musical, um, and describing it as problematic and sexist. And do you know, of all the musicals in the movies, and you heard it there a few moments ago. The the lyric, did she put up a fight? I can see why you would have an issue with that. But Grease was released in 1978 and it's about the 1950s. So I think we can just accept that it is a musical and a movie from an entirely different era. And isn't there a learning from the fact that we can now and younger people can actually watch Grease, the musical or the movie and go to see it and identify that some of the lyrics and the scenes just don't stand the test of time. Absolutely. If it was a movie that was been made now, a lot of the scenes and the lyrics that, and some of them we just played one there for instance, a lot of those a lot of those wouldn't be included. So I think we should probably just leave it as it is and just accept that it's from an entirely different time period. 1800 453 106 is the number. Do you think is Grease the musical problematic? Sean, you have directed and choreographed Grease a number of times for the stage Do you think it's an issue?
2: Look, I think ultimately it's It's a lyric that you have to explain to young people in particular when you're working with them. And in a professional sphere, a lot of professionals will have issues with this as a lyric. But when you put it and you take Greece as what it is, which is a slice of Americana, it was Americans commenting on how things were in the 50s. And there were clever lyrics embedded all the way through the show like, if you take that and if you understand that it is not something that we're going to take, I use as a moral compass or as something that we're going to look up to. It is a piece of history, you know, and and that that is realistically what it is. Like, 70 years ago, it's set 70 years ago. And it, 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 the, even the message, the Sandy message itself, like, you have to change to get the guy if you want to look at it like that, if you want that. Did that angle to be the angle. Mm. Um, that is also problematic, especially for young people at the moment. Like, do I have to change to get the guy I, I want? You know, it, there's a lot of things in Greece that are problematic. It doesn't stop us not enjoying to a certain extent and it's still being what it is. It's right up there still as the world's number one musical. Um, and it's still there. Yes, there are lots of problems in it, but I think if the cast and if the people who are, you know, the audience members and stuff like that and and people who are working on the show, if you understand what it actually is, it's a social commentary. It was never intended to be some sort of fairy tale. That's, That's not what it was. The original musical itself, the original book musical itself, Is actually quite filthy and has a load of cursing in it and a lot more adult content than the movie does. So it's even more. So the
1: 1978 version that we're all familiar with is actually the watered down musical.
2: Absolutely. And there were additional songs written for the show, for for the film, um, that aren't in the original show. So if you went to see it on the West End, on at the moment in the Dominion Theatre it's it, like it you won't see what you know as the film Grease you'll see a very different version totally different action.
1: So would you put Grease on uh, as, as we all know it I mean if you were directing that now Sean do you change so, the lyrics what do you do like
2: so, you, firstly, yeah, for, for licensing and royalties, unfortunately, it is illegal to change anyone's lyrics or add or subtract to a licensed show. Once people have written it, then you license that show, and you aren't supposed to touch it in any way, shape, or form. Now, there is a school's version of Grease, but actually, would you believe the school's version has very little? It's got the language taken out of it, um, but it doesn't have... It, that line is still in it. Did she put up a fight? There's a lot of the content still in it. Um, so, yeah, it, it, like when you do it, you have to explain to the cast exactly what it is and that this isn't OK. Mm. This isn't a joke and laugh and matter that lads are saying that you put in a fight, it's really inappropriate, it's not cool. Do you know what I mean? But I think we we always tend to, young people, we got to give them the credit they deserve because they are so aware of these things now. And they, their way of handling them is beautiful. They just handle them with such grace and uh, such maturity now that they just go, well, That that's wrong, that was of the time, but that is part of this piece, you know? And, and if you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you know? I mean, if we start to, you know, wash over stuff that wasn't great, then all of a sudden it's going to start to get forgotten, and then we will have forgotten the lessons that we learned from it. I'm not saying extremely like in this case, but we've got to address them, we've got to show those issues, and we've got to not be afraid. Well, I think that's the learning from stuff. us.
1: I think the learning absolutely. is that you can watch it now and identify, well actually you can't say that. This is wrong because XYZ yeah. you know, like for me that's the yeah. that's the learning in it. As opposed to just yeah, cancelling it.
2: Absolutely, and look—it's it, so easy to go. Oh, cancel, cancel, cancel. If we don't like it. It's cancel, cancel, cancel. It is. That's the use. Where is our learning? You know, like we've got to learn. We've got to be. We've got to be aware. That doesn't mean we stop doing it. No one's making anyone do Greece. This is the other thing. Mm. You know, people say, "Oh, we shouldn't do Greece." And I say, "Well, if you don't want to do Greece, sure, don't, don't do, do it." Greece. Like no one's, Yeah, don't no go one's to see it, to it if you don't know, want to see nice it, to and don't go to see it. Yeah, no one's making you go to see it. You know, if it's not your cup of tea. However, if you have the, you know, if you have the maturity to sit back and go yes that that is that is a piece it belongs of its time and that's what it was like back in our parents day the uh, oklahoma would have been the grease of that day and oklahoma has a massively problematic scene at the end of Act one where there's a dream sequence where and there's massively there's big problems in oklahoma too you know where again with you know um masochism and there's just it's, it's really mm-hmm. not so bright and that was our parents grief So we're used to... Theatre must challenge us. It must challenge us it must make us learn and it must make make our minds think about what we are looking at. It, otherwise, it's just fluffy entertainment. And people do pass Greece off as fluffy entertainment, but there's a bit too Greece mm. So, you know, it shouldn't be undermined.
1: Bren has gotten in touch. Bren says, I watched Greece lately. I wouldn't let my daughter watch it. I actually forgot how bad it was. And the line, did she put up a fight? How is that a good message to send to young people? Susie is on the line. Um, Susie's on the line as well with us, Sean. Susie... Greece was on TV recently. You were watching it. Do you think it's just too problematic for these days? Uh,
3: Personally, uh, I don't. But my story with Greece, I got the day off school to go and see Greece when I was 11. I'm now 57 years of age. And I just think that, I mean, I agree with, with what Sean is saying there, but I just think it's taken it to the extreme you know, it was made for fun. I have never watched any other one but the one with John Travolta and God rest her, Olivia Newton-John. And I tell you, I danced around my kitchen for the whole time it was on. My stepdaughter's favourite movie. I mean, it's just incredible. And I like, I do agree what, exactly what people are saying. But again, I think it's taken it to the extremes. I just think, why can we not just enjoy it? You know, like... I, I I just don't understand, to be honest with you, why um, people would take such offence with it.
1: But even some of the lyrics and, and the scenes from the movie, and like, like one of the issues I think a lot of people have is that um, Sandy basically changes her whole personality, you know, to win over the guy that she wants her to but get sure with the so guy. so
3: did he. He changed his whole, per- he was willing to wear a cardigan. He changed his whole persona and she changed hers. And he just happened to go with her. So what's the problem with that? I I, I don't see an issue with that. I personally, and I did say it to the guy who rang me, my son is adopted and I brought him to see Kung Fu Panda with his little friend who was also adopted. And we had to leave the cinema when they realised that that little bird was not Kung Fu Panda's dad. Like, those movies should come with a warning for young children. Like this movie was made, what, 50 years ago? Yeah, 78. You know, how how many more things, like how many more things do we need to change for society? Our school system is exactly the same as it was when I went to school. It doesn't suit everybody, but they want it to suit everybody. So why can we not just enjoy something that was made 50 years ago? La- I don't understand
1: it. Lauren is with us as well, Susie. Lauren, you, you won um, an all-Ireland search to play Sandy, Olivia Newton-John's um, character. Yeah, this was for the gaiety, wasn't it? For a gaiety run. Yeah, that's yeah. good right, yeah. Would you have an issue now with playing Sandy again? No, not one bit.
4: Um, and to be honest with you, I had to actually think about it after I was asked the question earlier on. I was like, why would I be offended? And I had to really think about it. But I was just listening to the guys talking there. And they basically said everything that I was thinking. I just think, don't if you go through anything with a fine comb, chances are you're going to offend somebody. You know that way. And I would have talked Reese of was one of the, the the less offensive ones.
1: Would you, by comparison to what, like to what? Because we were talking nowadays, about the snapper like recently too. Sorry. We were talking about the snapper recently as well in the same kind of context.
4: Yeah, and like even musicals today, like off Broadway ones, like Book of Mormon, there's so many ones there where they really go on the edge and that's the magic of it. If you're not if you know what they're about and you feel like it's something that might offend you, just don't go. And if you can go appreciate it and take it for what it is, it's it's you know what I mean? Like you can like I don't know if you know about Book of Mormon, but there's so many different things where they hit off and you could sit there and get handed for every sentence, or you know they're much more um, or oh, what the word is like raw nowadays. It, it definitely was a lot more um PC PG whatever you want to say mm-hmm. years ago. So it's, it's if you want to find it, you'll find it.
1: Was it explained, um, Lauren, to you, Sean made the point a little earlier, was it explained to you when you went uh, for the role of Sandy, like the lyrics and some of the lines and the songs, what they meant? And in particular, the line that we played, you know, did she put up a fight? Was that? Was there ever discussion among the cast about what no, that meant? You no, know, I was an adult
4: when I played it. So it wasn't, obviously it was as an asterisk, you were, you were to kind of understand that yourself. Um, obviously, if you had an issue, it would have been addressed. But no, nothing like that. No, I did it when I was in school, and I was trying to think back then. And again, it wasn't like. And I'm, I'm trying to. I was trying to think hard. Was even the lyrics changed? And maybe they were, but it's not my knowledge. And that wasn't that long ago. Um, no, again, maybe they were, but um, I don't think so. Not. Um, I don't think there was anything was really mm. changed, and I was listening to Sean there, and I don't actually think it's legal to change a lot of stuff particularly in the
1: lyrics. No, stuff. but but just the point, I suppose, around, you know, there being an explanation maybe from the the production or somebody within no, the the setup. I was
4: never approached.
1: Yeah, a different time. Uh, no
4: more than I expected to be. It was like a gorgeous cast. And if I had an issue, it would have been addressed. But there was never a
1: need for it, you know, that way. That's changed That's- now, though, Sean. I mean, you were saying you, yeah, you has, would... Look,
2: the pandemic changed a lot. And our awareness of you know, it's, it's, it's given us a nod, like especially us as professionals who always use the excuses, ah, oh, we're too busy to move with the times, which is not good enough, that like we, you know, the pandemic has made us reflect and think back and go, right, well, what context, what, what are we actually saying here in the text? And I think uh, things have changed an awful, awful lot, uh, particularly in the professional sphere and in the educational theatre sphere. They've really, really changed an awful lot. And young people aren't afraid to have the discussions around these lyrics. Now, whereas before, I remember when I'd be doing that in school 10, 15 years ago, that discussion just wouldn't have really happened. Whereas now that, that uncomfortable discussion is kind of part of, you know, uncomfortable discussions are part of daily life. They're not afraid to discuss things that might be what we might feel, you know, a little bit uncomfortable or whatever, you know. And, and I think that's a great thing that we're moving towards that. We're not making this massive deal about it. We are, we are acknowledging it. We're saying, yes, it's a problem. Yes, it's there. But we need to learn and move on from it you know, and if we don't want to do the piece, no one is forcing anyone mm. to go or to perform or anything like that, and if anyone has any objections you don't have to be in it, it's that simple. Do you, know? you do you so.
1: find it problematic, Al?
2: Um, look, I suppose, um,
5: I think I agree with everything that Sean and um, Susie have said there, like um, I'm part of a local musical society in Port Leash and this year we're doing a production of Maiden Dagnam, and that's set in 1968, and it's about women fighting for equal rights and pay in the Ford factory in, back in 1968 and it's huge undertones of sexism and misogyny from the men and I suppose you have to accept that this is like that of a different time and when you take Greece, um I'm 24 now so I must have watched Greece for my first time when I was maybe 8 or 9 and I've loved it ever since, it's one of my favourite musicals and you kind of I suppose have to take it like I say it's something that was created in 1978 but set in 1959 and I think it's art as well like it's it's a musical like if you look across the board at Hairspray or the colour purple or like was mentioned the Book of Mormon they all have certain elements of something problematic but it's something I suppose that's being addressed and it's being put on stage as a show and a story rather than, I suppose, something to berate women or be sexist or misogynistic. Well, and,
1: no, go on ahead, Col.
5: No, like, Greece is coming to the gosh next year. Um, the West End production at the moment yeah. is touring in Dublin next year and I'm sure the whole country will be coming out
1: in Borgoth. Yeah. Well, I'm going to see Dirty Dancing tonight and I'm surprised that hasn't um, been up for a re-evaluation as well.
5: Yeah, like Dirty Dancing, um, the movie, um, the lead female character helps someone to get an abortion at some stage. So like there's huge different issues that are dealt with throughout musicals across the board, be it Mm. like any stage musical.
1: Chris is on the line. Chris, do you think there's an issue with Greece from 1978 nowadays or should we just leave it alone?
0: Oh no! We should definitely just leave it alone. I mean, it's it's of its time, and I mean, <laughs> it's it's like uh, again, like your first contributor was on about. Uh, you, if you look, if you look hard enough, you find it. You find it with with everything. My wife's favorite musical is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's where, uh, where seven brothers um, uh, adopt uh, seven women and take them away into the mountains until they agree to marry them. you know but I mean it's so you can find fault the the whole lot I mean in Greece I mean the lads built uh, built Greece lightning they built Greece lightning by knocking it and knocking off other cars (laughs) you know it's it's just the way things things were at the time and yes we can say we've grown since then but we can't try rewriting it it happened that's how that was that, that was the way the 50s and 60s were and it's no good trying to, to sanitise what, what was there. Because if we sanitise stuff, well then we forget. Look, look at where we're going now with, with, with our history. I mean, we're starting to repeat the 80s now with, with, the, with the way things are going mm-hmm. on around the world. Because we're not learning from them.
1: This listener says, look at the role of Rizzo in the film. Did her character not empower women in the musical? It's in relation to the pregnancy scene, isn't it? Paul says the line did she put up a fight simply refers to him having to work hard to win her over if she didn't fall in love with him at first sight. It has nothing to do with a physical struggle. People need to cop on to themselves, according to Paul. This listener is, what, is what's being said about Greece not a complete contradiction of what was said about the Wolftones and Celtic Symphony. With regards to the history and the learning from it. Another listener, I think the film is about young people making their own choices as well. People need to cop on. Another texter, if we we won't soon we won't be able to watch anything aside from the Angelus. Although people could be offended by that too. Maybe we should all just stick to the Teletubbies. 1800453106 453 106 Lot of people getting in touch about this. Is Greece
0: problematic? Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
1: Now, we were talking about Greece, the musical. Why? Because there's been a sort of a critical re evaluation from a more modern audience. Uh, it's been happening over the past few days. People are just re watching it and they're talking about it online. And a lot of people feel that there's a culture of toxic masculinity, rape culture, that it's sexist, it's outdated. And a lot of people feel that Greece now is just too problematic for today's era. And I've been asking you to get in touch with your own views on this today. Uh, 1800 453 though that's the number if you want to chat to us. Diane, Diane got in touch. Diane says, the first time I ever watched it, I was 12 and the innuendo just went completely over my head. When I did watch it years later, I remember saying I never got any of it. The 12-year-olds today would get the message first time round because they're so much more exposed to things than we ever were as kids. We're all so innocent, love the movie, and I still do, says Diane. What about you, Robbie? Do you think it's outdated?
6: No, I mean, look, if we are going to keep cancelling things and getting rid of things, we will never learn from the past of anything, you know? I mean... You take, you look at a Rocky Horror Picture show. I hope these people who are watching Greece don't watch that because they'll have a meltdown. You know? Um, just, like, you, you even have a look at Les Mis, like the historical context of that movie as well. Like, you know, do we cancel that because there's war in it? You know, it's, it's just some of the stuff is just getting a bit mad. Like, the movie was made in 1978, it's one of the all time classic musicals. Not a fan myself, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. Nice. But There's still some of the great star, the floor fillers that come on and people are up dancing to them and enjoying them, like, you know. And I think people just need to kind of enjoy some of these things for what they are in their musicals. Yes, every movie, every TV show, every book, you know, every stage show has some sort of um, social context to them. And, and that's what kind of makes them the stories that they are. I mean, do people want to go and just watch some bland show with two people sitting at a table saying, oh, the weather's nice out today. Yeah, the weather was nice out today, wasn't it? Because you can't add anything to a story anymore or from the past because people are just getting offended by it. And they just need to just calm down, relax. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch the damn Mm. thing and just get over yourself. You know, look, I mean, entertainment is what it is. I mean, you have to have these kind of social context to these things that are entertainment because that's that's what makes them the thing they are. You know, you've comedy, you've horror, you've got, you know, thrillers, you've got war, you've got cowboy movies. And they've all got that context in them because of both, that's what they are. Musicals have this, you know, the boy meets girl, girl meets boy, you know, boy and girl fall in love type of thing. And 90% of, of um, musicals are probably that type of thing. Uh, and a great, a great musical that I went to see with my wife there last year, and I've been meaning to see it for years, I got to see Willie Russell's Blood Brothers. And I mean... The story behind that is, not giving any spoilers away, is about two brothers being separated at birth and then getting back together yeah. and so on, yeah. and the different lives that they take as well. But there's a story in there that, you know, it resonates with a lot of people, and it's a story that was told in a very, very good way. And, look, Grease is it's, it's, it's kind of a bubblegum pop type of thing, I would call it, you know. And it has it been popular still to this day for a reason, because it was a very good musical, and people enjoy it, people enjoy the songs. Um, dirty Dancing somebody says there as well like there was a social contact for that as yeah, well yeah well I'm going I to mean, see you, that you tonight
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that'll be the topic exactly. of conversation for
0: tomorrow I'm surprised yeah. there's not more
6: you know, it is and people love them and people love them for the reasons that yeah I mean it's it's kind of like I remember the Ian of books people wanted to ban them a few years ago as well and I just think you know it's it's just getting a bit too you know it's getting a bit too silly now it's just it's kind of the, the tail wagging the dog again okay. you know are we getting and too quick you, to cancel you, everything? I think we are. I mean, look, it, if you want to cancel some of the um, albums, the great albums of all time that talks about sex, drugs and rock and roll, you would never listen to any music at all again.
1: You know? Yeah, well, it's funny it, you say it, that because there's another text in from a listener who says, actually, I don't think Greece is problematic, but there's a vast amount of current rap music at the moment that is absolutely shocking. How come we never talk about it? For God's sakes, will you just leave Greece alone? Please stop harping on about one lyric that admittedly wasn't great. It's a fab movie in the soundtrack to my teens, says this listener. Another texter, if Danny and Sandy had got married, her dad would have walked her up the aisle, handed her over to her new male minder, and she would have taken, the, uh, taken on his surname. Still the done thing today. So maybe that's something we should be talking about instead. 1800 453 is the number. Do you think Reese the Musical is problematic? Or is it just a case of, look, it doesn't stand the test of time? Forget about it, move on. It's a musical from 1978.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.